You're listening to the Talking College Baseball Podcast. We're your hosts, Sebastian Dunn and Chad Raglan. We have a lot of exciting stuff to talk about today. We're going to preview and pick some big-time games and matchups uh, for Division One opening weekend. But before we get started, as always, Chad, how you doing? As always, it's a lovely day out here in Southern California. I'm doing great. Thank you all for listening. Uh, super excited to break down these matchups and see what we got going on for opening weekend. Yeah, we're gonna pick some games too. See, see how accurate we are when we get uh, when we get going. So, um, the first one we want to talk about uh, is the college baseball showdown. It's this weekend, uh, Friday through Sunday, at Globe Life Field, home of the Texas Rangers. This one's really cool because it's got a ton of top twenty-five teams in it. It's got number eight Arkansas, number nine Oklahoma State, number ten Vandy, number fifteen TCU. Texas and Missouri so it's a little SEC Big 12 action so that's going to be pretty fun to watch Chad what are you looking for I'm I'm thinking it's going to be some great games uh having a lot of the top 25 teams in this matchups uh I think it's going to be some fun games to watch some games you can't miss this weekend definitely and uh uh I think the SEC is going to come out on top I do I do but we'll have those matchups uh, coming up in a minute. Yeah, for sure. And the cool part is you can watch college baseball all weekend, uh, which is which is really cool. We obviously haven't had that in a long time. So uh, we're going to start with the first game on Friday, um, Vanderbilt, number 10, versus number 15, TCU. Uh, this one's going to be a really good one to watch. These are two very successful programs. Um, I'm going to start with Vandy, 39-23 last year. Um, this year's a little different for them. They're losing a lot of guys, um, five starters uh, in their their offense. Um, so they have a very talented young pitching staff, uh, but there's obviously a lot of questions about that offense that I think people are, are going to want to watch this game just to kind of get a feel of a lot of these new starters. Um, they're kind of viewed as like a middle-of-the-pack SEC team, which is very weird for them. Yeah, that's definitely that's definitely rare for – Vanderbilt to be like viewed as middle of the pack for sure uh, they've been I feel like on top for so long but we can't forget that they still have Enrique Bradfield Mm -hmm. uh, golden spike watch list guy and he is one of those guys that just is a spark right he when when he starts going when he's rolling I feel like the the team just starts rolling with him you know it's like it's that leadoff batter right it Mm -hmm. leadoff batter goes everybody goes that's how I kind of feel like that's how it's going to be if he if he has a good weekend and good games versus who they play, I think they're gonna roll and do pretty well. For sure, and they do have Parker Nolan coming back at first base. He's a he's a big bat for them. Um, their Friday starter um, is gonna be Carter Holton. He's a preseason All American, easily the probably the most talented pitcher on that on that rotation. So. Uh, so Vandy's going to be, obviously, uh, a team to watch. They play TCU, like we said, number 15. Um, they're returning a, a a lot of upperclassmen leadership, which I think is always very important. Um, last year, um, their first-year head coach, uh, Kirk Sarlos, uh, won the Big 12. They got uh, third baseman Braden Taylor, Golden uh, Spikes Award watch list. 
he's uh he's gonna be good so i think that tcu team is gonna be very good as well so i think it's really obviously a really good matchup so we're excited about that one so uh for these games we're gonna pick who we think is gonna win the game uh chad let's start with you i'm gonna have to go with the vandy boys i think the vandy boys are gonna pull this one out I think so too. I, I'm picking Vandy as well. I think it's hard to pick against Vandy, it is. Um, especially everything you know that they've done over the last decade or or so. So we're we're both going Vandy. Um, so so that game will be fun to watch. The second one will be number eight Arkansas versus Texas. Um, a lot of unknown. Texas isn't a top twenty five team this year, um, but we'll start with Arkansas. Chad, what you got on Arkansas, dude? Um, I think Arkansas is going to be a great, great team this year. I uh, last year they they obviously did pretty well. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they made it to the World Series. Yeah, eleventh yeah. eleventh trip to the College World Series. They were forty six and twenty one. Um, they got their Friday starter Hagen Smith, a left hand pitcher, preseason All American as a freshman last year. So he's very talented. Um, so we'll see what that lineup looks like with, um, you know, missing guys like, you know, Robert Moore, the second baseman who, uh, was very successful and kind of a spark plug for them last year. So, um, so Arkansas is going to be legit. Uh, tell me a little bit about Texas. Texas. They, uh, obviously are not ranked in the top 25. Yeah. Texas, uh, they, they lost a bunch of key players, um, but they have a lot have have a lot of key players returning as well. I mean, the first main key player they lost is Ivan Melendez, the Golden Spike Award winner last year. He had a crazy year, hitting four oh six. I mean, that's just ridiculous. And so, I mean, to lose a guy like that, you know, a spark plug, like I said earlier, a guy that you know is going to get the offense going. I feel like that's a big loss. Uh, but I still think Texas is going to have a great year. Uh, they always do their, their Texas, right? Right. I think they're always good. Yeah. And they, they did make some quality additions in the portal, some incoming talent. Um, so I, I think that that mixed with the returners they got, I think they're going to have a good 2023 season for sure. Um, who do you think is winning that game, Chad? I have Texas winning this game. I'm going for the underdog. Okay. I like it. I'm going to Arkansas just because of what they did last year. Um, their Friday night guy, uh, Hagen Smith. I, I, I'm going to Arkansas in this game. So our first uh, first different pick of this weekend. Uh, but we're excited for that game as well. Um, the next one we're going to talk about is number nine, Oklahoma State versus Missouri. So uh, Oklahoma State, um, a lot of talent, a pre, uh, three preseason All-Americans, uh, including second baseman Rock Reggio, who was super fun to watch last year in Supers and in the College World Series. They were 42-22, and 22, um, so I think they got a lot, a lot of depth uh, to that team. I think it's an exciting team to watch. Um, so Oklahoma State um, versus Missouri. Um, Missouri, what you got on Missouri, Chad? Um, well, first off, I would like to shout out Missouri. I uh, I played with uh, Josh Day's older brother, Chris, so shout out Josh, uh, and so he was a shortstop last year for Missouri, if you're wondering, and so I think this year, they're, uh, they're not gonna be, they're not gonna be 
that bad. Uh, I know coming off a 2021 season, that wasn't very good. And, you know, coming coming off a 22, 2022 season, that wasn't great. Uh, I think that this year they have a, they're going to turn it around. Uh, they have a couple preseason uh, All-SEC teams uh, selections and a couple preseason All-Americans. Luke Mann, uh, he is a senior third baseman, and uh, I think he's going to be one of those guys that's going to lead the team and, you know, really take that role on as a leader. And uh, it's his senior year, right? What else does he have to lose? I think he's going to really try and step up and bring Missouri to that next level like they haven't been in so long. Right, and I think that even though they're not ranked in the top 25 and you know, they've had some tough years the last couple of years, I think a lot of that has to do with the SEC right, and the level of competition that you face on a weekly and weekend basis. Uh, I think it's a very obviously the toughest conference in college baseball. So I think if you stick them in another conference, it's a different story. But uh, I'm going uh, number nine, Oklahoma State, to pull that out. I think they'll they'll just overwhelm Missouri a little bit in their first game. That's a team that's played together, that knows how to win, has the experience. So I'm going number nine, Oklahoma State, uh, to to win this game and pull off a, a dub. Uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to have to back you up on that one. I'm going to Oklahoma State for the dub. Browns pitching, I think it's an easy dub for them. He's a stud. Mm-hmm. Great. If you want to watch a good pitching game, I'd say tune into that one. Uh, and you will see some live arms coming there. Some some really probably first-rounders coming out of that uh, out of Oklahoma State's uh, bullpen. Right. And I, I think the, the last game that we're super excited to watch on Friday is number 18, Southern Miss versus Liberty. These are two programs that I think most of the country probably doesn't think of, uh, but they've had a lot of success in their, uh, in their conferences over the last couple of years. Southern Miss, 47-19, and 19, Liberty, 37-23. and 23. So those are two programs that know how to win, uh, that seem to have guys each year that um, just – kind of carry them whether it's rotation or in the in the lineup um so that's that's going to be a really good game to watch so even though it's not these big powerhouse conference schools um you should definitely watch these games um for southern miss their friday night guy tanner hall um pitch for uh the usa collegiate team uh was nine and three, two point eight one ERA, and had a hundred and forty six Ks in hundred and nine innings. So that's gross. That's 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 a dude right there. Um and then on the other side of things, Liberty, number one for preseason A Sun rankings. They also have their Friday night going. Um left hand pitcher Garrett Horn, the A Sun preseason pitcher of the year and a freshman all American um, was six and one, one point nine three ERA, eighty Ks and fifty innings. So that's going to be a great pitching matchup. You know, like we were talking about with some of the games earlier. Um, so you're definitely going to want to tune in and watch that game. Uh, th- these are two programs, like we said, that you might not think about, but it's going to be quality baseball. So uh, it's definitely, definitely exciting to watch that game. Yeah, that who, who do you got winning that game, dude? The game I'm most excited for. Uh, to watch this weekend, uh, but I I have Southern Miss winning this game. I'm gonna have to you know, like I said in the past, uh, stick with my Mississippi boys, and I think they're gonna pull it out. 
I think Tanner Hall is going to have a great game. Uh, he has his changeup from what I saw last year is his go-to pitch. And if he has that working with his fastball, uh, he's going to be unhittable. I think he's going to be lights out. So I got Southern Miss. Okay. I'm going to back you up with Southern Miss too. Uh, I love Liberty as a program. I think that's a really, really neat place. Um, they got a lot going for them. Uh, but I'm going to go Southern Miss too. I think, I think like you said, Hall is going to have a good game. Uh, I think that lineup's going to hit well, um, even though they're facing – another legit Friday dude and Garrett Horn. So yeah. those are our Friday games, you know, throughout the day, really all day that you can tune in and watch. Uh, moving on to Saturday. Well, before you move on, a little fun fact. I don't know if you knew this, Sebastian. My dad graduated from Liberty. I did not know that. Yeah. Graduated so, so, from Liberty, Sorry, huh? Poss, I didn't pick the alma mater for you. So for for Saturday, we're going to start with Oklahoma State and Vandy. So two teams that we've already talked about, so we won't really get into that much. Uh, but that's going to be a really good matchup because that's 9 versus 10. So at least in the preseason rankings, that's a matchup that should be very, very even. Um, so obviously we've talked about these two programs and what they're bringing back, what they've accomplished in the last couple of years. Um, I'm going Oklahoma State to win that game. Uh, I know I said it's, I said it's hard to pick against Vandy, uh, but I think with the question marks in that offense, I think I'm going Oklahoma State. I might get burned on that, but I think so because I think you're contradicting yourself right now. I don't think I, I you think know I what am. you want. I think I am, dude. <laughs> Ooh, I, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. But I'm going against you. Okay. I'm going Vandy boys two and zero to start the season. Okay, I like 2-0 it. Two and zero to start the season. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm. I'm probably, like I said, probably going to get burned on this, but I think it's a really even matchup. Um, and like I said, with, with some question marks in Bandy, I think I'm going Oklahoma State. All right. That's exciting. That's a good game to watch. I'm excited for, for that sure. one. For sure. For uh, sure. The next game we're going to preview is number 19, Virginia versus UNC Wilmington. So a little background story. Um, UNC Wilmington, you know, you might not know much about their program, but uh, they've been very successful the last few years. Their whole program just knows how to win. They play, like we said, the important intangibles. They play for each other. They have guys each year that step up. Um, I actually played with and, and know very well their shortstop, Tabor Mongero. Um, so I know each year they lose a lot of talent, but it just seems like one of those programs that guys step up each year. And I know they're not in the top 25. They're going against number 19, Virginia. But um, I do really enjoy all the things that they have going on in that program. It's a really unique place to play. I'd say probably top three places that I ever played at. Really? Yeah. They, uh, they just have such a sweet uh, location where Wilmington is. It's beautiful. Their stadium's really cool. They they draw really good crowds. Now on the flip side, Virginia, Virginia is really good. Um, they have two Golden Spikes Award uh, watch list members, Kyle Teal and Jake Jeloff. Um, those are two guys that are they're legit. Um, they they're gonna provide um, a lot of, a lot of meat in that lineup for Wilmington's pitchers to get through. Uh, but I'm excited to watch them. I'm excited to watch both Wilmington and Virginia. I think they both have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of talent. 
Obviously, Virginia has been really good the last couple years too. Yeah. Who are you going in that game? Uh, I'm going. I'm going Virginia. I think it's a uh, no doubt, no doubter for me. Yeah. Uh, even though you talk so highly of UNC, Wilmington, uh, I'm going Virginia just because last year, um, dude, they dropped taters, bro. Last year they like they were really good. Uh, I think they're just gonna be even better this year. Uh, like you said, with all the guys returning and Jake, uh, uh, he's gonna be great uh, this year. I honestly have a. I think he might win the Golden Spikes Award, if we're being honest. Uh, mm, be, so we have a little Golden yeah. Spikes Award uh, yep. preseason prediction. Yep, I think uh, I think Jake's gonna take that one. Jake Dilloff uh, from Virginia. You you heard it here. All right. So. Uh, that's who that's who Chad's got got taking it. Uh I'm gonna go UNC Wilmington. Okay. This is more of kind of like a, a emotional pick for me, just because okay. I know a lot about that program. And I know in the past, um I, I believe it was twenty twenty one, they went into Oklahoma State, uh-huh. who we've talked about, who's the number nine team in the country right now, which I know is a little bit different from the last year or two, but they went in there and took two or three. From them, so that's a program that doesn't shy away from big games, and uh, I gotta take my boy uh, Tabor Mongero and the uh, UNC Wilmington, um, the Seahawks, baby. Fair enough, fair I, enough. I think they're gonna pull it out. So, uh, our last game that we're gonna talk about um, is number two Tennessee versus GCU. So, if you don't know much about college baseball, you're probably sitting here thinking, "Well." I don't know about that, right? Tennessee is is nasty. They have a lot of great things going for them. They're obviously the number two team in the country. Uh, but the reason we picked this game is because GCU is actually a solid program. Uh, GCU has a Golden Spikes Award watch list member uh, for preseason. Shortstop Jacob Wilson, who's really good. Um, I mean, they they know how to win. They're They're a good program as well. Um, I believe they had about 38 wins last year, so that's a team that's that's legit as well. Um, obviously, I think I already know who you're going to pick in this. I know who I'm going to pick. Obviously, um, Tennessee's Friday night guy, Chase Dolander. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's about as good as they get. I'm excited to watch a couple uh, a couple guys that they got via the transfer portal, and one of those is Maui Ahana. Also excited to watch Blake Burke, big lefty. Um, so, I mean, I, I think Tennessee's going to win this game, and they're going to win it pretty easily. Uh, but I don't think you can discredit GCU and what they're building in that program, especially over the last few years. So it's going to be a really good game. Uh, Chad, what do you think about that? Um, I think it's going to be an okay game. I think uh, it's going to be a great game because Tennessee's in it. Not to not to crap on GCU or anything. Obviously, like you said, last year they had a pretty good season. I think they're building that program up very well. But, dude, Tennessee? Yeah. I mean, uh, just their their uh, their offense alone, I think, is going to outscore them. Because I don't think GCU is going to score. Yeah, I don't I, think I, if Dolander's I, on, I don't think they're going to score. I don't think they're going to score. I think he'll yeah. go probably five, six innings. It depends on, you know, the pitch count for them their first mm-hmm. weekend um, and stuff. But I think he's going to 
he's going to shove, and then everyone's going to realize that Tennessee is right back where they left off. Right. And I, I think the reason we really picked that game is because Tennessee is a team that you have to watch. Um, they're one of the teams that we're most excited yeah, about this year, like we talked sure. about last week. So you, anytime they're playing, you need to watch. Um, and, and hopefully that'll be a better game than we predicted. But we're taking Tennessee uh, to win that game. So the, those are our game previews for the week. Uh, for Friday and Saturday, those are some games that, if you have time, you should definitely watch. Um, they're going to be very exciting. Um, so what I want to talk to you next about, Chad, is you know I was looking on, on ESPN the other day, and I was scrolling down where you select more yeah. and you and you see like you know all the all the leagues like right like the nfl and see right, yeah, football yeah. stuff like that and dude i had to scroll down to the more sports section <laughs> and find ncaa baseball on it i mean dude they're they're starting this weekend and call it and college baseball is exciting but the the reason i mentioned that i mean it just kind of baffles me that college baseball seems like it's not in the forefront of a lot of people's minds. It I think college baseball has been overlooked for so long. Like even let's go back to our childhood. You know, they made NCAA football. Mm-hmm. Right? They made Madden. Those are like the biggest games you would get for the PS2. They made one year of NCAA baseball when like they could have kept making them. But like I mean, just that's a little example of how like Dude, baseball is so overlooked when I think, like, these games are so, so crazy to go to. And especially, like, you know, these top-tier SEC, like, games, dude. When you when you go to an SEC matchup, like, I feel like that's almost just as, like, the atmosphere is just as crazy as going into a football game. Right. It gets just as intense. And I just don't, I just don't get it. Like, I get some people think baseball is boring. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how you think, you know, I don't know, I don't know how you think baseball is boring. First off, for sure. Uh, I mean, when I think about, especially like those SEC schools being in the South, um, every time you go to like a Braves game or something, those those fans care. They're passionate, and that's one of the, like the on a Tuesday best, night. Yeah, that's one of the the best places that you can play. For example, the you know the Braves. Um, just passionate fan base. They're always they're always showing up, um, and I think there's a couple programs like a Mississippi State, obviously, where they you know they see, you know, ten thousand people. You know they they have a they have a pretty awesome fan base, and that's a really cool place to play. But I think uh, I think it's just a lot of it has to do with the marketing side of things. I feel like uh, yeah. the NCAA and you know, and that committee should market college baseball better because there is there they have very nice stadiums. It is a fun sport to watch. There's fun athletes to watch that I don't feel like get the exposure compared to like basketball or football, you know, which you know, it's hard to beat college football. I mean but I mean I just don't see how college hoops get so much more attention than college baseball. I mean, dude, even the ESPN app, like I was telling you earlier, not only was it hard to find that compared to other There's sports. There's no news on it. But, dude, yeah, it shows it shows the record and the time of the game and the date. Even when you click on the matchup, it literally says not found. 
like the URL is not found. It doesn't show you where you can watch them. So I think it starts like in internally with like even just ESPN. Do, like, dude, do you have to ESPN. you have to present that better. I mean, even on the preseason rankings, dude. I was showing you that the other day. It literally looks like a Word doc that you that you copy and paste it. I mean, it has the rankings, but it's on a white sheet with black let with black wording, and it it has the the section next to it says previous ranking and all of them say na like i know i know what are we that's just bush dude you're getting fired up here i love it i love it i got i got one thing to say do better espn that's terrible i just think like it should at least be something where you present your formats the same you know like that that went fly in college football in college basketball like it it looks the same across the board And, and not to go on a to go on a rant, oh, even no, though even though we're already going, on a rant, but dude, like even when you're looking at the news, right? The news for college baseball on ESPN, the last thing that was posted before the Golden Spikes Award watch list for preseason, which was the first post in months, mm-hmm. was Miss University of Mississippi and Elko. And them talking about their college World Series championship. I mean, I know there's, I know it's the off season and stuff, but every other sport gets quality off season coverage and stuff throughout yeah. the year. So that just is frustrating. I yeah, think I, as a college baseball fan, it's just frustrating to to see the indifference. And I hope you know someone out here listens to that and and thinks the same thing that we do. Like, I so. feel like you know in football, I feel like. They're telling us what Nick Saban's eating for lunch. Yeah. Like, you know, I... <laughs> right. Dude, we don't care. Let us get the preseason stuff out there for baseball. It's right around the corner. Let us know what you experts think. And quit telling us what Nick Saban's doing for dinner. Yeah. All right? Like, you know, we don't care. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think it's... I think they should market it better, but I also think they should just at least... At least put a couple people on on some some preseason stuff and stuff like that so i don't know it's it's very frustrating as a college baseball fan but i think things have to change right because if you don't market the sport well then it's gonna stay in the same thing exactly and now dude you can at least do that with the big programs you know or, or the big conferences like the acc sec yeah, you know pack 12 you know start with those bigger programs because like look uh a mid-major level d1 you know like a school that i went to there's only so much opportunity for growth. But when you're looking at those big programs that have the great facilities that are in a prime location with a lot of students, those those towns care about those programs, you know? So I think I think it starts there and I think hopefully, you know, someone soon realizes that there's a lot of potential there. Uh and there's a lot of things that you can do to to better market the sport. But that's our little, um, you know, rant, rant, rant for the, the day. day. <laughs> but uh, we were looking at that, and we were we were just pretty frustrated with yeah, with with the lack of that. quality format that they had rolling. So for sure. Uh, but hey, on a positive note, we're super excited. Uh, like we said, D one opening weekend. There's a lot of great matchups, um, even that we didn't cover for this weekend so you can literally watch all day friday all day saturday college baseball and we're just super excited to to get the season rolling uh our first episode 
with the start of the season. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped uh, to see all these games and to watch all the matchups unfold and see where everybody's at. I mean, this is first weekend. You're going to kind of see where everyone's at, how uh, their offseason went, how the you know transfer portals guys are going to kind of seem to be work, work out almost. Uh, I mean, it's the first weekend, so you can't judge it too much. But you you learn a lot from the first weekend, mm-hmm. and so I'm super excited, dude. Like like you said, uh, freaking college baseball's back, dude. So that's all I gotta say. Thank y'all for listening. I appreciate you tuning in this weekend to all these games, and uh, thank you. Love y'all. Yeah, and we'll be back next uh, week. Give you a recap of how these games went, how our picks panned out, and see if we're uh, as good as as we think at predicting games so um, we appreciate you guys like chad said thank you for listening to us uh if you like our podcast and enjoy listening please give us a like follow or subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast thank you and we'll see you next week peace out